How is it recording? Yes, it is. Do you want a piece of fruit? What are you offering? Mm, banana and apple. Oh, we're on, are we? Jeez, we are. We are. We, we, are. On. we are. We didn't know that, obviously, even though we are manually controlling the laptop. Something a bit different, you know, it's a bit called cutting a, edge. It's called a cold open. It is. It is. What piece of fruit have you got in that little bag of yours down there? I'm currently eating a banana, and I also have an apple. Apparently it's incredibly frustrating for podcast listeners to hear chewing, so I'd like you to finish that up out of respect for our what, listeners. What survey was that, sorry? Uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> oh, did it, it is the eating episode. He's really straight, hitting the bottom of the barrel and did a survey on whether his listeners like people chewing or not. Yeah. So, anyway, welcome, lunatics, <laughs> to another episode of Don't Threaten Me With A Good Time. Great to have you here as usual. Sam, I notice this, I've always been very fond of where we record here. That's I notice right. there's a lot of crap around, isn't there? Well, this is pretty much half of my belongings. So we've got a globe over here, for those of you who don't know, a pogo stick, a double bar heater, and an end... Two double bar heaters. Two double bar heaters. Oh, there's one there too. Yep. Yep. Watch and out. W- don't N- burn yourself. NWA, straight out of Compton, on record. Record collection, and an assortment of uh, backpacker hostel mattresses, which, which aren't as cool. There may be a cure for the vaccine, for the COVID in there, if you drain them like think, a sieve. I think it was more the cause was probably covered in there. A few very suspicious stains. Now, the thing that sort of highlights this point for me, where there's just random stuff everywhere, is have you ever been a fan of ASMR? ASMR? Yeah. Is that the noises? The noises, the speaking, the, you know, I'll make light ocean noises with my tongue as you sleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. It sort of sounds like something. Keeps most of... people awake, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what does it stand for? Don't know. Mm. Don't know. Um, I... not that, it, that doesn't cloud my judgment on it at all. It's something I, I claim to enjoy or be a fan of or know a bit about, but I can't even literally tell you what the, the lettering means. Um, I don't like it. No? Uh, I have listened to ocean noises before when I was asleep. Or when I was um, By the ocean. Falling, falling asleep. No, no, on my phone because I heard that that was good. But there's, is that similar to the people that like to watch things get water blasted and stuff? Nah, is that's... That ASMR? Nah, ASMR is more, um, I feel like it's more, um, like, ears and meditation and relaxing, whereas I think, like, the people get bracketed with the water blasting, the pimple poppers. Oh, so that, I think that's pretty messed up. I reckon that's, yeah, pretty horrendous. Apparently ASMR is, you have to get some sort of tingling sensation out of it. Well, you don't have to, but that's where the origins of it come from. So you're making ocean noises with your tongue and creating tingling sensations, is yep. what you're trying to say? It's like someone tickling your back while speaking softly to you. Not oh. your cup off. <laughs> so there's all types... Maybe, no one, maybe I don't want you tickling my back when I'm trying to fall asleep. Next to the ocean. Yeah. It's going to be cold. a reach around, for God's sake. <laughs> um, so there's, it's, it's a big trend anyway. There's a lot of people on YouTube that do it full time, and they always... There's different really random things. Some people eat honeycomb. Some people eat eggs. I thought people eating. Do, it can so maybe eating. I should have continued eating my banana. It's it's got to have a real acquired taste. Yeah, banana's a bit... Um, Bit bit mushy. mushy, bit yeah. mushy. But then people eat honeycomb, so it's kind of like the peeling. It's like Velcro. Some people get it off with Velcro. Oh. Um, so what would do you think would be the worst thing if you were trying to go to sleep and someone was doing oh, ASMR? The and, worst. Well, I mean, I've actually, where I'm living at the moment, there's a really annoying cat. Right. tries to come in through the window. It's our cat. Yeah. And it comes in at all sort of times of the night at about three in the morning, four mm-hmm. in the morning, starts howling outside my window. Yeah. Uh, that's not very nice. Actually, last night she came up and jumped up and managed to get her two paws up on my window and was trying to poke her head in. And um, so I just slammed the I was window. I was about to say, have you considered the bucket of water out the window when it's howling? Uh, no, slammed the fingers. 
Right, just like the naughty kid on the piano at grandma's. It's yeah. not a toy. Yeah, she's, she's, still, she's, still, she's still hanging out of the uh, hanging out of the window. Yeah. Uh, the worst noise, probably going to go for a classic, mm-hmm. the fingernails down the blackboard. Yeah, it'd be tough to sleep to that. Yeah, be, but then again, I don't know much about this ASMR thing. Would that be nice? I don't think it's fetishy for some people. It's still oh, so, a, so it's a fetish? Don't know about fetish. It's like more furries. Like, no, I don't know much about fetish. If anyone's in the ASMR some community that's deep deeper in it than myself um i'd like you to give us a bit of feedback i don't think it's fetishy i think it's more like noises that everyone would sort of pleasant to the ears but some people like more than others mm, right the smell of gasoline exactly spot yeah. on nail on the head yeah so um, what, what would your worst one be maybe the guy that used to play the accordion at the christchurch market not the guy with the tin whistle. My granddad used to say that he owned the Park Royal in town. That was one of his real gags. I don't. Looking back on it, it was actually granddad probably just taking the piss out of a homeless guy trying to make a bit of ends meet on the accordion. <laughs> yes, but I don't know what would be more annoying is the accordion or the coins just getting thrown into the empty oh, guitar suitcase. I think suitcase. the coins could be seen as quite sort of uh, like sort of lull you into a bit of a trance. Yeah. Like you dream of money, like the, you know, bring you good luck with money, like the cat with the right hand waving. Speaking of good luck, do you want to hear something super crook that I heard this week? Uh-huh. So Jan Blahokovic, Blahokovic, however you say his last name, the one that's fighting Israel Adesanya. Yeah. So he is from Poland yeah. and they're fighting in two weeks' time. Yeah. And he was four, four wins and eight losses in the UFC. I think that's right. I said in my last episode that I was going to try and create um, quote facts that were more accurate, but it was a losing record significantly anyway. And he found a guy hanging in the woods in Poland. Guy's dead. And Jan cuts him down or cut him down, got him down, got the police. And ever since, before every fight, he goes back and touches the rope for good luck. And now he's eight and one. But the rope killed a guy? Random. Still hanging there. The rope as well. Oh, the rope's still hanging and the, up the and tree. The, yeah, and he just goes back and missions back there every time and touches it for good luck because apparently that's what the police said is good luck. Cutting, but the guy's dead. I know. Surely it'd be better luck if, if the he guy saved survived. Him. Yeah. But, and has he, has he won? Well, he's eight and one since it happened. So he's won a title since. Yeah. Placebo. Yeah. I don't believe in luck. You don't? You yeah. make your own luck. I make my own luck, you know? You know one of those cool Tumblr... Sunset, throw, throwing the, off. throw the salt over the shoulder. I do that turn every around, time. Turn around three times and brush the bad chakras off my shoulders or whatever. The throw the horseshoes into the Avon. What? Yeah, like the lucky horseshoe. Throw the accordion player in there. The four leaf <laughs> I wonder if he's still around. He can't be. That was 20 years ago. I like the tin whistle guy. He's passed away, unfortunately. The blind tin whistle player. Yeah. By the hey. library. And he used to preach in front of the cathedral away on the ladder. No, that's the wizard, you dickhead. No, not the wizard. Not the wizard. Yes, the wizard. This is another. Oh, no, the yeah. wizard preached on the ladder. The tin whistle guy was blind, and he played outside the library, and he sung shanties. And he could yeah. throw. He was yeah. Some he, characters yeah, around the city. Yeah. Completely blind, you could throw paper clips in his hat, and he would thank you. No, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, I thought of another ASMR noise that well, would be yeah. horrendously annoying. Greta Thunberg. Just over and over. Just saying anything. Just talking? Yeah. Or just being in the room. I think you'd actually learn quite a bit. No. Nah. knowledgeable. Yeah. You'd wake up really caring about the climate. Yeah, I already do. But she has that seething look on her face. Well, you wouldn't know. see it because you only hear it. You can't hear seething. I Although, think... can you? Can people <laughs> hear, hear when I'm getting livid at you when you're not getting the recording done properly? <laughs> when, I'm eating, when I choose the start of the show to eat my banana. When I have to borrow the chamois from the neighbour to wipe down the microphone because there's so much saliva on it. <laughs> Great city, we've got the windsocks yeah, in yeah. now. That is, uh, that is saliva. Hey, how's your trip? 
You've just gotten back. I have. We've been very sporadic with our episode release at the moment. Yeah. The fans have literally been gagging for us. I think more so like, so if there's not one out this week, um, I'm never going to pay attention to this yeah. page ever again. I knew, I knew these guys were a bunch of tits. Yeah, and now they've proved it with their reliability. Mate, it was great. Did the tan give it away? Oh, um, no. No, well, I mean, from my angle right now, I can see your, your thighs. So they're not They're tanned. looking extremely white. Um, you've got a few more freckles. No, see, I know you've always had a beef with the freckle. I don't have beef. I've got one on my arm. You've Look, told me for a long time one. you don't like freckles. I've never said that. I yeah. said I don't like freckly girls very much. Yeah, but I, I fall into the <laughs> no, community. No offence to girls with freckles. You're not a girl. But I've got freckles. Yes. Yeah, I might have got a bond together soon and make it what are you trying to? What are you trying to convince me to do here? Not hate on the community, I'm eh? I'm not hating on the community of freckles. I've got freckles. You, got, you said, I've got a freckle. I've got one there on my arm. You're hardly qualified. <laughs> That'll turn into a melanoma. Because <laughs> you've had so much backlash towards them. Is this the luck? Yeah. Do I need to go and touch the bloody road from the Polish forest? No. <laughs> um, trip was great, mate. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right out of my comfort zone. Um, But turns out it was my comfort zone. Okay. That, yeah, cool. Does that are you going to put that with like um, swirly font over like an ocean or something and post it on Instagram. Like the great it's like an uh, inspirational quote. Like the great Richard McCall quote on the Fonterra ad, sometimes you don't want to get up, but you've just got to get up. Oh my God. And was it was the blue top milk. <laughs> get up. <laughs> That's why I... We're, ex- we're exporting all over the world and making it so expensive at home. You've got to get up. Got to get up and go to the shops. But it's like he's done so much inspirational stuff in his career. They're obviously a very well-to-do company. What's the marketing department doing? Do you know what I want to... What do you mean? Could you not think of anything that Richie McCall could have put better to his name than that? Well, that's what our big gripe was a few months ago, is the Coke No Sugar. A simple better, you know? The amount of money that Coke can spend on advertising, and they've got Coke No Sugar. They can think of something better than that. I do you think it, these companies are going for simplicity? Do you think a lot of the things... But they get up things stupid. With the advertising, do you think it's literally to appeal to literally all intelligences of the world because if an American picks it up, oh, it's got no sugar in it. Or yeah. not to say just an American. Anyone with not huge levels of intelligence, it says it in the bottle exactly what it is. So you're not like rum... Like if they went Coke, Fury... <laughs> Double sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the double sugar? The diabetic version. It's just, it's just the syrup out of the post-mixed gun. Yeah. Deconstructed Coke. Um, what I want to see from Fonterra, if they want to get some rugby players involved, is all the rugby players playing a really hard game, all sweaty, and they go back in and just all start sculling two-litre bottles. Of milk. Yeah. Or yeah, the official sponsor, and it's just like, power your way through it, and their bones are nice and strong. Or packing down a full scrum against three dairy cows, and the dairy cows <laughs> get set free off the milkers, <laughs> if, they, if they can plough through them. Is that the ultimate challenge? Man vs. Human. There used to be a show, um, not Man vs. Wild, that was a show as well. Pros vs. Joes? Yeah, there was Pros vs. Joes, but there was also the one where they, they put animals against humans oh. and human things. Not an animal thing. So there was um, a guy swam against a shark, but obviously not in the same pool. <laughs> the shark won. The guy's dead. Didn't the guy get absolutely schooled by like a zebra over the hundred meters? And everyone's just like, oh, okay, like this is yeah, a they, cheater. They like put like the animal. I don't know if they're in the wild or what, and they see if the humans can beat their record. And it's things like, but the animals don't know what's going on. No. So they had one with uh, you know Kobayashi the professional eater. Yeah. So he's like this, uh, I'm 
not actually sure exactly where he's from. I think he's Japanese. And he just has, like, the world hot dog eating competition and the world, like, chicken wing eating competition. And he dunks them in soft drink before he eats them, eh? Dunks them in the, coke. The buns. Yeah. Dun- dunks the buns. And just, like, these freakish records where it's, like, a hundred hot dogs in, like, a minute or something. Records, records no one actually cares about unless they're watching in that Congratulations, minute. you're going to die prematurely. You are such a greedy He's prick. actually a real unit, though. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, he versus a bear in the hot dog eating competition. And he sits down, he's like, doing his thing. And the bear is like near him. They obviously fenced off or whatever. And he starts eating and they've got like two minutes or five minutes of these many hot dogs. And he's just like smashing through them. And the bear's just sitting there because it doesn't know that they're racing for about three minutes. And then the bear just goes, Woof! and just like clears the plate in like 30 seconds. Eats him. Yeah, eats it. Eats the table. Eats the camera crew. Fucks Kobayashi. Yeah. Drags him off to the cave and probably ate him a couple of months ago in winter. I feel like it's one of those really weird things that even if you beat the animal, it's like... Congrats. It's like, say the guy, say somehow Michael Phelps pulls it out and the shark doesn't know what's going on. It's like, come over this pool, mate. <laughs> yeah. Come over here while you're hiding behind your glass. Yeah, yeah. Well, you it's, know? Like, it's like the whole, like, if someone's just standing there and you just sprint behind them and just go 50 meter race and just run past them. Yeah. They've got no, the animal's got no idea. What would be, if we were doing us versus the bear, what would be the worst thing to eat, do you think? Maybe it's what would, the, what would be the toughest thing? What, what, <laughs> eat the bear's cubs? Yeah. Yeah. Just to see the reaction, because I don't think the cage would be keeping it in, eh? You can make a good YouTube reaction video from it. Yeah. Bear's reaction when I try to eat its cubs. The cubs would turn around and probably eat me. Do you think you could, I think you could take on a bear cub. No. Yeah. Shit. If it, was over, if it was over like six months, not a chance. Do you know what you think of that? I was thinking this when I was away, actually, when I was observing a bit of wildlife, is... If you went one on one, able Tasman bears. No, but if you went one on one with something that was trapped in a corner, a possum wouldn't could kill you. Yeah, but you could kill a possum. Yeah, but a bear's a lot bigger and a lot more aggressive. <laughs> We're not talking about bears now. I could kill a possum before it killed me. It'd yeah. scratch me up. It could slit your neck easy with its claws. It slit its neck with what? You can't have a knife. knife. No, we're not having weapons. My wolverine claws that I've never shown you. You know what I'd do? I'd grab it around the neck, and I'd bite its head off. The possum. Yeah. You'd get like tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. I don't care. That's dead. I won. Then you die. It's waiting for you for round two in the pearly <laughs> gates. <laughs> no, just the Possums shit. would not be going to heaven. I'm yeah. sorry. They've done some terrible things. Not saying I would be, but I'd have a better chance than a fucking possum. The possums would be wrapping everyone up in hell. In the fur. Uh, um, yeah, but just saying like that, no, nah, no joke. I feel like we ca- we talk about man versus animal too much on this show. No, nah, it's good. It's good. Um, did you answer what? Oh, you reckon the cubs would be the hardest yeah. thing to eat? What about like raw eggs still in the shell? It's still. That'd be quite easy to eat, actually. It'd be yuck on the teeth. On but we the all animal. know. Yeah, or McDonald's hot apple pies. For obvious reasons. We've discussed it at length. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think the bear could get it in the mate. <laughs> it's funny how bear just can just eat full salmon. Yeah. What? In one go? Just like, yeah, just shred it and just rip the rip the fillets off bears it. Are, bears are fucked up, man. I think they would win. They it. eat their cubs. Yeah. Do they? That's why I That's got onto it. It's a throwaway comment. No, they they do sometimes. <laughs> you start eating their cub in the competition, they kill you and they grab the cub and they, they eat it. Yeah, because it's competition. Yeah, it's their food. They <laughs> this, is that. this is my cub to I've eat. I've always stood by for a long time that if they somehow, because I think it's a bit like a touring cricket team, the animal on animal debate is, it's where's your terrain? 
The Indian cricket team play better in India because it's a spinning deck. Aussie, hard, bouncing pitches. New Zealand, green tops, a lot of swing. Mm. Follow with me for a minute because I know I've lost you because I'm talking cricket. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm kind of with you. It's, if you chucked a Alaskan grizzly bear on the plains of Africa, maybe the lion wins. But and Are we talking about fighting now? Yeah, yeah, one-on-one, yeah. on one, animal on animal. I think if, so if you, you chucked him in the Avonhead Tavern... If you could create and a neutral, terrain, yeah, we'd have, have a good chance. If you could create a neutral ground for it, I think Grizzly Bear beats everything. Mm, yeah, yeah. Durability Probably. of the gorilla, sharpness of the claws, strength of and bite of the lion, and size. It would just pummel any. It could take the most punishment as well. Could it beat like a? Um, I don't know, like a tiger. Yeah, a liger. A liger. Ligers are massive. Ligers are like nine foot when they stand up. On their back legs. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. When they're on their stilts. No, yeah, on their back legs, they're huge. Well, how big can bears get? 12 foot? It's not just about height. But well, you've brought height into it. All so right, then what about a giraffe? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I could beat a giraffe. No way. Easy as... Those it. things would whip Bro, I would, I, would, I would just come at a giraffe and just throw a huge grass cutter on it. Yeah, to it which it would just that. stomp you to death. No. And then shit, on your, and shit on your lifeless body. <laughs> Giraffes are, um, they're cool, but they're, like, pretty pathetic looking, I reckon. They're kind of cool. They're kind of like walking. They look like someone's tied a horse's tail or tied a horse's legs to a car and then tied its head to another car and then driven in different directions. They're fast. Stretched it. Giraffes? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. How fast? Like, kind of fast. Like, faster than the Superman ride at Movie World? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they yeah. go. They run at over a hundred k. Yeah. So they run faster than a cheetah. Mm-hmm. So they're the fastest land animal. Well, you've brought them into. They could somehow take down a grizzly bear. So why not give them speed as well? <laughs> while we're at this, they're the superhuman. Yeah. And they could just swoop. They can also fly. They're the Robin Gibb of the Bee Gees, the most underrated Bee Gee. Okay, you've lost me more on that. Watch the nineteen ninety seven MGM Bee Gees live DVD. On your trip. I didn't watch it. Oh right, I, I should watch it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been watching a lot of wrestling and entry music. Entries at the moment. Okay. A lot of Triple H ones. That's taking up actually quite a lot of my time. Right, since I last saw you, that's all you've been doing. Yep. I went up to Auckland. Yep. How was that? More more importantly. Sick as COVID, eh? It was um it was good. We went we drove up to Picton on the first day and took the ferry to Wellington. Almost missed the ferry. Got okay. there at quarter past two. Whoa, hang on there guys, he's almost missed the ferry. <laughs> Go on. But wait. Rough. There's more. Almost missing the ferry. Yeah, it took its toll on my um, stress levels quite a bit. Yeah. Or the, the crossing. The swells, yeah. No, it was chill. It yep. was super chill. Did you it, go to the movie cinema on board? No, they were playing really shit-looking movie. Oh. It was actually about Richard McCaw. Oh, <laughs> no. There's going to get a lot of hate. Yeah. It's called um, Blue Top, the Richard McCaw story. Richard McCaw versus Fonterra. Full cream. Full cream. <laughs> full cream, the Dan Carter story. Yeah. <laughs> that would make me full cream. And just retired this week. Dan Carter. Yeah, I saw that. They chose on the news last night, the presenter said, we look into how Dan Carter was the perfect 10. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought he was talking about the jockey ads rather than the position. The thing is, he was a perfect 10 everywhere. He was, actually. Perfect bloke. Wherever you looked, wherever you watched, wherever you saw. Yep. The um, little billboards in the middle of Rickard and Mull. Um, So Wellington, and then went to uh, Totemanui, which is in the middle of nowhere, which is my friend's auntie has a farm there. Sounds shit. And then, no, it was all right. Went to Raglan. Never been there before. Yeah. That was really cool. Jumped off the bridge. How high? A few high? times. Um, not as high as some of the locals. <laughs> but Don't take offence to that. It was, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a stereotype for Raglan. 
Um, oh no. One they've earned. Four meters. Yeah. Five. I heard. Do you ten. Know, I heard that in the new multi-sports center that's going downtown, the return of the ten meter Kiwi two diving board. And guess what? They're putting jets <laughs> in the pool, so then you don't slap jets on the bar. Oh, so you get a cliff diving tech yep. is going. Yeah. So you never jumped off the ten meter. I flipped off it. <laughs> yeah, did. Yep, I did. No, that's that's gonna have to be a new a new challenge we'll do when it opens in about twenty years time when they finally pull their fingers out of their ass and do, do it. So there's two moments. I do a big gainer off it from my childhood that are very nostalgic. But looking back on them, I think Mum was probably right. First one, all I wanted to do, and I used to tell people openly, and I used to write it in school books, and I used to tell family, friends, everyone that all I wanted to do with my life was to drive the digger at the dump. You know, that oh, thing that pushes all the rubbish? I bet your parents were chuffed about that. And they're like, geez, he's got highest rations. <laughs> Don't aim too high, son. And um, when I was at the dump a while ago, I was sort of watching and I was like, that'd kind of be fun for like half an hour. Oh, you're doing yeah. it for 40 hours a week. Well, imagine some of the piles of rubbish yeah. would have some real stenches like really deeply embedded in them. The you guy know, like waved you, at me. When you split a horse shit open. Yeah. I don't have to do that much, but... And all the smell comes out. It's, yeah. it's, it's like encrypted, it's eh? Got like a, it's got like a crust on it. Yeah, so the guy waved at me last time I was there. It was a very big moment for me. And right. the other, the so sec- you've never driven it? No. So we need to make this dream a reality. And I the think. second one was, there used to be this guy that used to have a big, wear a t-shirt, cut off jean shorts, long hair to his waist, big fat tummy, and he used to backflip off the 10-meter carry two diving board. I used and to I, swim in his jean shorts. Yeah, and I used oh. to be like, he was just my absolute hero. I used to just like, he'd be coming out of the pool and I'd just be like, Mum, like, I want to go talk to him. Like, they got so cool. And looking back on it, he's probably just like some dull bludger that just like managed to just like take the pain. Yeah. He's, <laughs> it was there every he, day. He sounds like the guy that, he sounds like the guy that drove the digger. Yeah. Might have been the same Cooling person. off. So you did a backy off it in the end? Yeah, I did. Yep. Yeah, nice. And your jean shorts? No. No. Don't really wear jean shorts that much. Oh, I don't mind them, eh? Maybe not to swim, though. Over the knee or above? Or above the thigh? Well, you remember those three quarters I bought? Those jean three quarters? They were just the most disgusting <laughs> things I've ever seen. Which I never wore. You wore them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got some above, always above the knee. Yeah. I'm not a... Um, the day of the boardy almost disappeared overnight, the over the knee boardy, eh? Yeah, they crock. Yeah. They crock. I want a, um, a wee business venture that I'm probably never going to do is the board pants. So like that material, but pants. Yeah. It's actually quite nice. So there's the board shorts, but there's never been the board pants. They've never been made the full-length board pants with the women's faces with the colourful sunnies like at JJ's. They would go great with the polo shirt and the tie. (laughs) That'd be a great outfit that I want to get going. What's what's going on the dome to finish it off? The fedora? Nah, that's too predictable. Oh, that goes with the polo shirt. Oh, you know what would go with it? The beanie that goes over the years of the two toggles hanging yep. down. Nailed up. Tie up, tie up for warmth. <laughs> My biggest gripe with the board pant yeah. is lack of pockets. Because how much did the board... It's so annoying. When the, you know, you used to have the one Velcro pocket at the back with the wax thing in it? On the... Yeah. The wax cone? Yeah. I think the reason that there's no pockets on boardies is so you don't put stuff in them and jump in the water. But every other togs since the day of the board show, all the short ones that have netting in the pockets all have pockets now. True. And you swim in them. True. You True. swim in them. Yeah, well, I don't know. You, the boardies are not for convenience. They're for swimming. They're for action. They are. But people probably wear them out of the pool more than they wear them in the pool. And people often who wear the over-the-knee boardie low-ride them. Well, they never fit. That's the thing. They're non-elasticated, and there's nowhere for a belt with yeah. the boardie. And 
the drawstring always gets all stuck to the Velcro. Yeah. I don't know if you've had that issue before. I assume everyone has. And you just, often they never my, fit properly. Often my wallet on the chain would baggy them down a bit as well. <laughs> yeah, nice. Your big fat leather wallet. No, Velcro. Velcro. <laughs> Back in those days. Was it the, the, the what was the no fear? Yeah. The two eyes? Yeah. And Planet 8 hoodie? Dirty dog sunnies. Yeah, nice. Jeez, that's nostalgic. The thing about that I love about that is we could go and do a lap round Christchurch and find someone wearing that exact kit. Easy. Easy. I don't see many Planet 8 hoodies now, though. No, they were the they were the warehouse brand, eh? Helen Steins as well. Were they? Yeah. No, they don't really do them anymore. I'd I'd rip one still. Maybe Helen Steins has really upped its game because where these sunnies are from. Yeah, they, I was looking at them actually, and that's what put me onto it. Is it's pretty flash. They actually they were a bit of a shambles for a long time. Helen Steins. Yeah, I remember waiting out when Helen Steins opened in the city centre in like two thousand and five. They opened the new Helen Steins, and they're like. Wait out and you'll get $100 worth of free clothes. Mm-hmm. And me, my brother and dad went at like stupid o'clock in the morning and just got like the yuckest hoodie. Yeah. Just like white with like these crazy, but I guess were they cool at the time? Cool for the time? I, I say that I bag it and that it used to be absolutely shocking. I've always shopped there. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was, I guess, looking back, they had shit stuff, but. Going fashion forward, it's just, it was just how the, how everything was. But I feel like even in those days, they never had suits. They never had business nah, shirts. I think the suits really upped it. The Hellenstein suits are epic for, what, 180 bucks, 200 bucks or something? They're epic for anything that you're going to wear a suit more than once for. Because yeah. you wear them to race days where you're going to sink piss and pie crust on them. Yeah. If you work in a suit, they make so much more sense than ruining a $2,000 well, suit. And they're super... They're just like pretty shit material, so they're super stretchy. Yeah, and Remember, durable. we used to wear them at work. Yeah, and they were like stretchy as and. It's a bit like shoes. It's a bit like dress shoes. Yeah, if you're going to be using them all the time, you you can actually get quite nifty pairs for. Well, they look fine. Yeah, exactly. The they look fine. You're obviously going to have your nice pair if you've got your wedding pair or whatever. But if you're wearing them all the time, the sole still wears out the same. I've mm. been working in dress shoes for almost my whole working life and I've had expensive ones and I've had cheap ones and they both almost last the exact same amount of time when you're putting miles on them. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you a story. While I was on the Able Tasman, we met this couple who are from Auckland and their niece was walking the whole length of New Zealand. Oh, the Te Araroa? Yep. 42k a day for 40 days per island yep. and then she got to the end of the South Island after walking it. Her, her feet were permanently changed because they just been they're not made you're not made to spend that much time on your feet every day, so they're yeah. just like flattened with blisters. Yeah. Um and she's just like, Oh bugger, I'll just do twelve days around Stuart Island just to finish it off. Yeah. Why not? But she said it was she uh, the lady who met us said her niece had just turned super feral. Not oh. turned, but was just like one yeah, outfit I've, of clothing. I've met I've met some people that have done that through the hostel, but they split it up. Yeah. Hard out. Like because you could do, like, she obviously just did it in one nudge. I think she did it in three months, I was yeah. looking at, which she is did, still a long time to is, be away. I'm pretty sure that's, like, the that's, like, not really, like, stopping, obviously, but, like, only for, like, a night or two. Yeah. Like, you're just walking every day. So people do it over, like, six months and stuff, and I assume that's not as taxing. You don't go as feral. Well, 42K a day, even if you were taking that super casual, it's still a lot of walking. Well, you could do 20K a day over six months. Yeah. Or you do, do, or you do forty k have a day off or something, yeah. but it's still rough. Yeah, that's that's super gnarly. And you'd, if on you your own? Do, yeah, on your own. Who would be the worst person to do it with, though? Um, probably Jaden from the Edge. <laughs> <laughs> what one's that? The one Jaden and Sharon. 
you know, he's got the ponytail. Oh, yeah. I don't know for whatever reason why, just sort of, he just, on the background at work sometimes, I just see him as a bit of a goofball. Yeah. Feel like he'd sort of irritate. But still, I'd have him over no one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd almost have anyone over no one. Well, not, oh. not anyone. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't actually listened to the Edge much. Yeah, it's just because it's on the background at work. But it just seems like a bit of a goofball. Maybe yeah. he's just, maybe rips on our style a bit. Our style? Yeah. The podcast? Yeah. Or just the, really? the personalities. Huh? Just a goofball. Oh, right. Okay. I thought you meant he was like paying us out. And I was like, oh, no. well, let's, 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 let's know who we are. Maybe if they ask that question on the edge, yeah. they'll bring us up. Yeah. The best people to do it with. Because the outstanding chat. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you could ever get me doing it. No? Nah? I wonder what the sleeping arrangement is. If it's tense. They're like, they're like dock huts and shit. But you must have times where you can't get to a dock hut. Mm. Is, will there be a dock hut every 40k somewhere? Don't know. Because it must always... Well, there's a, there's a way you do it. Yeah, there's but there must... a track. It must always be a joining of other routes, though, mustn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all like the Great Walks and shit. Imagine getting there to the hut after 42Ks, because you must have some shocking weather. You must encounter it. Yeah, yeah. You must encounter the runs. Or three months. Yeah. The, what, the shits? Yeah. The squirts. You must have all types of stuff happen to you. You think of a three-month thing, just generally living. You have times where you've got a cold. You have times where you're not sleeping well. Mm. You know, it's just sort of human nature. Yeah. I, I met a chick who was doing it last year. She was from Hawaii and she was like full on like did like outdoor pursuit courses for people in Hawaii and like would teach kids how to do like outdoor survival and stuff. And she was coming over here to do it and she'd wanted to do it for years and she was like so organized, had all of her dehydrated food, all packed up, vacuum packed, ready to go, sent it all to all these different spots right through the thing and stuff. First day broke her ankle. Wow. That's something telling you that you should not be doing it. Yeah. In my and opinion. she... Yeah, she had like all the shits all that. She felt really bad for to it. Completely put she, came back, she came back two days after she'd left. I was like, oh. Something's gone terribly wrong. Yeah. To put the complete handbrake on the trip, if I had to go on my experience on my holiday, the MVP best on park is the dehydrated meal. Oh, you went dehydrated? Jeez, they were good. They've, they, I assume that's something that's a bit like probably the gluten-free, the celiac sort of game has really improved. Yeah, we yeah. talked to a couple of that same couple whose niece was doing it who have been tramping for years. Mm-hmm. And um, they said that it's just come such a long way in the last decade that everything well, used to just I be guess white. It's so easy to probably a lot easier to dehydrate stuff now. Yeah, maybe there's probably just like there'd be techniques. Can you just snap dehydrate something? I can imagine you could drain. Well, the thing is, we were eating lamb and mashed potatoes and veggies and risottos and dehydrated mashed potatoes. Nice. It was so good. Could use yeah. a bit of salt. I'll take I'll take condiments. All not like I'll take dehydrated, dehydrated tomato sauce. Dehydrated salt. <laughs> um, yeah, so they were probably the MVP of the trip, to be mm. fair. Because so I was just not the, not the spectacular views or the native um, bird life or the oceans or anything. It's the, the dehydrated food that you could actually just have here. Well, I knew the beaches and the views and everything was going to be amazing, which it lived up to that expectation. But to have such little hopes for the dehydrated meals and them to just go amazing. Did you have every meal dehydrated? No, only dinners. What did you have for breakfast? Uh, rotated between muesli and Mo- porridge. Muesli? Yeah, it's like a muesli, but it's been melted <laughs> down. Now, muesli and porridge with yep. just a bit of almonds, a bit of cranberry. Oh, nice. Pretty nice, yeah. And then one day when we had the early start, we had to cross the inlet because of the tides. Yeah. Um, we started to just went for the smoothie and the muesli bar. Smoothie? Yeah. Smoothie, backcountry smoothies. Dehydrated? Just open the top off, add water, cold water, and it was oh, away. Oh, right, right. Got you. Oh. Mate, they must yes. be making a fortune, that company, because everyone's yep. eating them. Well, dehydrated muesli yeah. or the the backcountry the backcountry no, cuisines smooth yeah rebel sport has them eh? yeah all of them supermarkets yeah. and stuff but everyone in the huts and they stuff expensive. is eating them about fifteen bucks something for a meal yeah 
in big portions because obviously person? made for hunters now two. Yeah. Oh, eight bucks a meal. Oh shit, yeah. And so for the sake of dicking around and having to carry all the stuff, it's actually a lot, you know, worth <laughs> yeah. it. I feel like if you, uh, if it's going to do it without dehydrated meals, it'd just be baked beans. Yeah. For every meal. Tell you what made a big comeback for me was the chicken curry pasta snack. Add a can of tuna. Oh. Add hot water. Add hot the water. The Meiji ones. Uh, are they Meiji? Continental? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're mint. They were real good. My brother was telling me he was getting a bit of shit in his first class back for the year. He's doing nursing. Because uh, he chose to eat baked beans in class. And From the said, tin? Cold. That's the thing. From the tin. Cold. Without a spoon or a fork. Which oh. he left out. It made everyone feel sorry for him because he said everyone was being mean to him because he was eating baked beans in class. Failed to mention that he just ripped the lid off the tin and drank them. I would be worried if he didn't get shit for that. It's like someone, um, who a colleague of my partner said that he was walking the other day and all these people started taking photos of him. And he's like, oh, real, that's really, that's really quite strange. Like, why were they taking photos of him? He's like, oh, you guys taking my cat for a walk? Yeah, like, I've seen course. people do that. It's weird. We tried to do that over the harness. was too small. They're not made to walk. They, they do are, their own thing. But they're not made, yeah, they're not made to take for walks. For human walks. Nah. I've seen people walking, um, rabbits. And a hedgehog. Rabbits. Hedgehogs, you yeah. have to domesticate them. I guess they just pretty know they don't really do much. Anything with, like, not that much of a brain. Yeah, you want to walk. A lot of weckers on the tramp. People walking them. No. Because you couldn't walk them because they don't have arms. They run away like little naughty kids. They do. <laughs> I, re- I wonder how many foreigners come to New Zealand and see weckers and freak out thinking they're Kiwis. Start Probably taking, a fair taking, amount. Taking photos of them and shit. But they're, they're little bastards, eh? Yeah, they're sneaky. But yes. I quite like them because they fight amongst each other. So I'd like throw like a little bit of food to them. Yeah. And one would run off and it would be running off. Like one of them stole a bag of oats from this tent who I had no sympathy for because I'd saved it once. I said, zip this up because these workers will get it. And they just left it open again. So And it's just running across. I can see it about 100 metres away, just running across no arms with the oats in its mouth. And all these other workers are just swarming <laughs> on it, trying to get it. I'm just pissing myself. Yeah, they are pretty classic, eh? And they just, they're quite um, really nosy. Yeah. Like when we were on Able Tasman earlier on this year, they were just like sticking their heads in your bag and stuff, yep. just having a good old snuffle around. So you stayed at the auntie's farm. Where did you go after that? Went to Raglan. Oh, yeah, Raglan. Sorry, so we were up we're, to we're Raglan. Cliff jumping. No, not cliff jumping. Um, bridge jumping. Uh-huh. Uh, so did that. And then there was a, we were staying at the hostel and there was a gig next door. And mm-hmm. we were like, oh, I wonder who's playing. It was Wax Mustang. Main. Yep. So bought tickets. Uh, started having a few drinks at the hostel in the spa, met a few uh, Frenchies, which was quite cool, and missed it. Missed the whole thing? Missed the concert, yeah. Well, there must have been good drinks there. <laughs> good Frenchies. Um, no, no, I, mean, I think I said that. And, <laughs> um, no, so we were, we were listening, and the, it was literally in the place next door was a bar. That's where the gig was. Could you hear it? Yep. And we, oh, geez, this is great tunes. Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah. And then the music stopped, and we're like, oh, he must be coming on now. And we went in, went inside, and we're like, hey, when's Rex Mustang coming on? They're like, he's just finished. We're doing last call. And then... Back to the spa? Back to the spa, oh, yeah. Um, and then the next day, I drove up to Auckland, stayed with some mates, had a few nights out in Auckland, went to Waiheke yep. for a house festival, house did, disco, Flamingo Pier. Did you have a platter? A platter? They have great platters on Waiheke. Do they? Yep, cheese boards, nibbles, nuts. No, they nuts. weren't doing any at the festival. Right, it's probably f- an awkward thing to eat at a festival, <laughs> just coming through the mosh pit with just a full platter, oysters, cured salmon. Uh, fruits and nuts as well. Yep. Uh, and that was really sick. That was um, just like house music, pretty chill and stuff. Saw Wax Mustang there in the crowd. 
Nice. Yeah. So I went up to him and I was like, oh man, I tickets to go to your show the other night. He's like, oh, did you enjoy it? I was like, oh, I messed it up. It's too busy. Why would you just say I enjoyed it? I was pissed. Did he say he didn't? <laughs> did he have not much time for you after that? No, I thought it was pretty classic. Yeah. It was boiling hot and he was wearing the the black singlet and the black baggy jeans. Yeah, he runs all the time. Sweltering. Must have been sweltering. Can't wait to see him at Leaky Ave. Is he playing? Yep. You excited for that? Pumped. The whole, the whole, the whole do in yeah, general. I am actually. It's crazy how much expo- like the people I met. I was met people in Auckland who are from Auckland, and they were like, "Yeah, we're coming down for it." It must be almost the biggest day festival in New Zealand. Well, that's the thing, and also you've got festival seasons almost over. Yeah. You know, you've got before New Year's, Christmas, RNA, RNV, all that stuff, Bay Dreams, few in the weeks after, but it's like coming into March. And there's a massive day festival, probably the biggest, definitely in the South Island, maybe in the whole country. And But it's quite late in the game. Mm-hmm. And also that combined with people can't go away, people have more expendable income from trips. The lineup, the lineup's going to be pretty consistent. Like even if this whole level change has happened, it, was, it had a new date. Yep, yep. So, Scribe. Oh, the never, return of the Crusader. I've never, yeah, we've, we've lost one. We've lost DC. Yeah. No one's coming back. I'm pumped to see him. Yeah, um, that's um, that was actually the selling point for me because I've never been to Electric Ave before. And I was like, oh, yeah, should I get a ticket? Should I not? And then saw that he was playing. Actually volunteered to help set up the beer yep. fest. Got a free ticket out of it. So that was cool. But oh. yeah, I'm fizzing at eh? It'd be mint. Are you going to have a bit of beers beforehand? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, definitely. You? <laughs> um, I'm thinking about because it's always last year was a bit awkward because they they go your classic festival, you limit you to one when you're in there one or two at a time and you got to wait for an hour. So, uh, I just kind of be fucked. Preloading is key. I just kind of be bothered buying any and maybe I buy like a couple. Yeah, but you end up if it's like an hour wait and it's what a seven hour window that you're mm-hmm. in there or something. And you get, you know, that's that's a good chunk of it. Sometimes it's just the festival of lines. So I just it? want, you know, you queue up at the start, you queue up when you get there, and yeah, you just carry on that thing the whole time. So yeah, it is all the, running it, around looking for people. Yeah, there will be there will be there will be loads of lines at the festival. Like, yeah. there'll just be lines everywhere. So yeah. you know, you can't be bothered with like. I've got a, I've got a question for you that's actually come through on the email. Yeah. Is what planet would you be on if you were from another planet, and why? What pla- if I, so if I was not born on Earth, yeah, I'd be born on another planet. Just some of the um, some of the sort of characteristics of perhaps another planet. Have they ever sort of appealed to you? Been into astronomy as a young fella, or thing is I haven't, but I feel like it's so interesting. I'm surprised I haven't been that into it because yeah. it's pretty like. Were you more of a dinosaur kid or a astronomy? No, I was a wrestling kid. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't big on. Um, they took you to space. Yeah, you know, they took me around the world a few times. Living in the now, living in the real, were you? Yeah, living in the real world, man. We yep. had two men and two hundred and forty kg roided up muscle mutts in their undies fighting each other. Oh, mate, it's tough to go past. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think if I was if I was to be from another planet, I'd be from obviously elephant in the room. One of us is going to say the Uranus, oh. but we just <laughs> we've sort of decided I actually thought not of to. That. We thought that's just a real cop out. That's a cheap yeah. gag. Uranus. Is that Labrador in the corner? <laughs> uh, Venus. Venus. Yeah. Because yep. of the t- big tennis fan. Or? Yes, that uh, the old rhyme. Men are from Venus. Yeah. Um, and also, the highest wind, the highest winds in the soul in the. Solar system? Is the solar system our sort of hood? The Milky Way. The Milky Way. That's the solar system. Yep. So it's a galaxy. 
Whatever. Okay. You know where they The planets we, we know. We're not going, no one in this segment wants to hear some abstract second moon off Jupiter. Dorax yeah. 396. <laughs> yeah. I'm from that star. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they are 380k. And I feel like I'd be from a place like that because I'm quite a windy person. Right. I fart quite a lot. I okay. have a lot of beans and stuff. So I feel like that's sort of encapsulated in me. So I feel like I've got a bit of Venus in me. So it wouldn't personally be for me because I hate wind. Wind ruins everything. Oh, I hate wind as well. I just think in terms of my oh, physiology, kind of of physiology oh, right. I think I'd be from Venus because I get a lot of wind and Venus gets a lot of wind. So, so I that's feel like all I, you're basing it on. I identify with it quite a bit. And it's also a featureless bold. So what do you describe <laughs> according, yourself as? According to this website I'm on. Um, yeah. Yourself? Saturn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The best thing about Saturn is one year on Earth is uh, 29 years on Saturn. No, sorry. One year on Saturn is 29 Earth years. So I'd be one and a half right now. I'd only be starting my life. Okay. So what, you'd still be in your wanting to drive the truck at the rubbish dump sort of phase? Maybe even just still on the tip. Yeah, still on the tip. Is that why you want to be... <laughs> no, 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 no. Is this some big elaborate thing to get you to get breastfed again? Imagine how how much you could appreciate your life if I had this much knowledge by one and a half. But would you? Oh, I guess you would. Yeah. You'd be 29. But you'd only be... You'd be 29 Earth years. Because how, how long is a year? But then you'd... But people die but you'd, be this, but you'd be the size you are. No, not not saying anything, <laughs> me. But you'd be who you are. You wouldn't be like a twenty. I'd be like Benjamin Button. No, you wouldn't. You'd work out. So you'd still just be you, because you'd age the same, wouldn't you? Would, would you? Or would you? Would your? We're getting into astrophysics, so this is a real. Would just your, we're not going to say any facts that aren't true. Now we're going to talk about how much you age on a different planet. Or would just the average age would just be a way of recording age would just be different. Yeah. So would you just? Or would you still would, be wearing nappies? Would elderly be nine? Yeah. I think so. Oh, well, but would you age differently? I feel like the gravity... Saturn has rings, though. Yes. They're cool. Um, They're actually made up of dust. Are they? Dust, glass, and shrapnel. That's not as cool. And they're a kilometre thick. That's quite cool. Yep. No, I sort of wanted to walk on them. Yeah. You know, imagine if, imagine if Saturn was... If you wanted to get from one side of Saturn to the other, you just jump on the ring. And they're spinning really fast. You could spin around it. Be kind of like George Jetson. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, nah, Saturn's a pretty cool planet. And do you know what my number one thing about Saturn would be? What? The day Saturday was named after Saturn. So uh, it's the best day of the week. So there you go. That's You'd always cool. be always be pissing up on Saturn. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be old enough to buy alcohol. <laughs> you'd only be, you'd only be and it's made of glass so no one can stand up, so you'd all, everyone would be very lazy. Like what Grandpa Joe of, from Willy Wonka. What do you mean it's made out of glass? Did I stutter? It's made out of glass. Yeah, but what? How? What do you mean it's made out of glass? I'd be on Venus, which I think is made out of gas. Yeah. And again, why I should be on it. And I'd just throw a stone at your planet and shatter no, I How's think it made it, of, it's not made out of glass. I think it's made out of like a glass-like material. You can stand up on that. No, but it's, everything's moving too quick. Well, actually, can you, smart ass? Because the winds on Saturn are 1,800 kilometres an hour. They're quicker than Venus? They're quicker than Venus. Maybe I should be on Saturn. No, you're not coming to Saturn now. <laughs> I looked up Venus facts, and it was that the, the wind was really crazy. That was like the number one thing. Okay. And Venus is actually named after... 
the Roman goddess of love and beauty. Okay, well, so big round ball of nothing. That would be you. That's another. Okay, let's stop reading stupid planet facts off our phones because no one actually gives a shit about it. All right. Cool. Good now, to see you. Now what? <laughs> Are we wrapping up? I think we do wrap up. Yeah. Um, we'll have another EP post Electric Ave. We could do the Sunday. Yes, we'll I'll do get, the Sunday. I'll get this one posted tonight. Yep. Um, well, they don't need to know that because they'll be listening. But they don't know what day it is today. Very trippy. Are you on Saturn already? <laughs> no, mate. Great, we, great we'll to be back. We'll get this uh, posted in one Saturn year. Wink, wink. We're going back um, back week, into regularity, aren't we? Weekly. We're all done with our holidays and all like greediness. So yep. we look forward to getting out uh, regular episodes. And once again, appreciate everyone listening. And hanging in there with the pigs. Cheers, guys. Cheers.